0: Hi friends and welcome to this is, my name is Karen and welcome to faith-filled living I hope you're all doing great and having a blessed day um today's topic I wanted to is is named actually in the world but not of the world now this is in the Bible and this is a is this is a verse that Jesus speaks about where we, we are to be, believers are to be, we are, we live in this world, but we're not to be of the world. And what is the difference? Well, there is a big, huge difference between living in the world and being a Christian and being set apart and having people see the difference that, oh, this person is different. Now, there's so much going on in our world. Each day, each moment, I mean, the signs of the times are there. No one can predict when the end of the world is coming, but all you have to do is read the news and read the book of Revelation. Of course, there are no timelines given and nobody can give you a time. But as I said, you have to read the signs of the times and that's by spending time in the word and just asking the holy spirit for wisdom and discernment so today i was thinking about my question is are you influencing people or are people influencing you are you doing the same things that people in the world are doing smoking drinking cursing getting angry now of course we all are human But if we have the Holy Spirit truly living in us, our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and we would not want to grieve the Holy Spirit. We want to defile the Holy Spirit. That means we would not want to taint our bodies, not just with drinking, drugs, you know, illicit drugs. That could mean overeating, anything that would hurt our bodies and hurt the temple of the living God that's living within our bodies. Now, if you say, well, I'm saved. I um, that doesn't matter. I could do what I want. I could eat what I want. I could curse. I could smoke. I could drink, and I'll still be in heaven. Well, that's between you and God. That's something that is a decision that rather that is a something that you have to pray about because I am not the judge, and I am a person. I am just trying him um, to give you food for thought. So my text for today is taken from Matthew chapter fourteen. And the background is death of john the baptist and herod and how herod was influenced by the people not to do something that he really did not want to do but he wanted to save face so what did he do he pleased people so i will begin in first chapter 14 verse 1. at that time this is the esv version at that time herod the Tetrarch heard about the fame of jesus and he said to his servant this is john the baptist he has been raised from the dead that is why these miraculous powers are at work in him for herod had seized john and bound him and put him in prison for the sake of herodias his brother's philip's wife because john had been saying to him it is not lawful for you to have her you can see john was not afraid to speak up for truth and what was right verse 5 and though he wanted to put him to death he feared the people hear that verse he feared the people because they held him to be a prophet but when herod's birthday came the daughter of herod- herodias danced before the company and pleased herod so that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she might ask. prompted by her mother she said Give me the head of John the Baptist here on a platter. And the king was sorry, but because of his oath and his guests, he commanded it to be given. That's very uh, very powerful. And it's also very sad because basically in order to save face, he had a man murdered. Because he wanted to please the crowds, please his wife, and not do what he knew in his heart was the right thing to do. Basically, just being evil and just giving in and wanting the accolades of man instead of doing the right thing. Now, that's not always an easy thing to do. That's not what I'm saying. I am not perfect, I am human. We sin every day, but we also repent and we try every day. We don't keep sinning every day and then going back and forth every single day and saying, God, forgive me, because that is not a true prayer of repentance. It is not sincere, and God knows the difference. He knows your struggles, that's true, but he also knows a sincere prayer. And after a while, um, God has mercy, but he also is a just God so you cannot it says in the Bible that do not mock God. a man sows what he reaps. okay so I wanted to also read the next verse that I have is from first John chapter 2 verse 15 okay and it reads do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him for all that is in the world the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the Father, but it is from the world. And the world is passing away, along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. So, what does this mean? It means that we are to be an example. When our friends or family, or smoking and drinking and cursing? Do we just sit there and say nothing? Or do we excuse ourselves? And it doesn't mean we have to be nasty. Or do we partake in it? Or do we leave? Do we remove ourselves from the situation? Or do we just say, well, you know, they're grown and that's none of my business. Well, it is your business. We are all to be ambassadors and disciples for Christ. Jesus Christ came here and he didn't come and not, he wasn't here to just say nothing. He came here and he confronted the Pharisees and the other religious leaders. And that is why they hated him. And that is why they killed him because he spoke truth. That is what we are called to do, speak truth in love. Once people know the truth, we have free will, and it is up to us what we want to do with it. We can continue to go on in the life of sin, and that's a decision we all have to make, but we have to pray every day for God's grace and mercy. Because guess what? We don't know if we could drop dead tonight from a heart attack, from a stroke, get cancer, and... Yeah, I think you get the point, right? We are all really one heartbeat away from death. My last point is, does sin bother you? Um, How do you know if you are in the world or not of the world? Part of the world we're in the world but not of the world well like i said when you see something on tv with them curse with cursing sex scenes do you does it make you uncomfortable or do you feel like you know you're okay with it when you hear someone you know like i said when you're maybe at a function and someone's drinking down falling drunk does do you feel like that's okay and you just don't say anything or do you feel like you know well that's their business Well, again, these are the questions that you have to ask yourself between you and God. And God is merciful and he's just, yes, he does know we have weaknesses, but he also says that with sin, God gives us a way to get out. So each day that we are alive, we have a choice. So you can choose to continue to walk with the devil and be an evil person and continue in your sin. Or you could continue to try and do the right thing. And one day stand before the Lord, which we all will do. It says once we die, then the judgment, good and bad, we will be judged. And I don't think that we want to see, um, find ourselves in hell, a place of torment that lasts forever and ever. My last point is that I would just like to know. Look, maybe you're a Christian, maybe you're an unbeliever, maybe you don't even believe in God, but there is one way to heaven. And I would ask that you pray that you ask God to show yourself so show himself to you that he is real, that he is present. And that he is coming back. He is returning. uh, I believe sooner than later. So then what do you do? Well, first you admit that you're a sinner in need of God for forgiveness. For we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 Then believe that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross. He came back to life from the grave and is your only way to heaven. God shows his love for us. And that while we were still sinners christ died for us romans 5 8. turn from trusting in anything or anyone else for eternal life and trust only in christ and there is salvation in no one else for there is no other name under the heaven given among men by which we must be saved acts 4 12. Accept Jesus' offer to forgive your sins and become your Savior in Christ. We have the forgiveness of sins. Colossians 1.14 If that's your heart's true desire, you can tell Jesus in words like these. Dear Jesus, I agree with you that I'm a sinner in need of salvation. I also believe that you died in my place, taking the punishment I deserve for my sins. I accept your offer of forgiveness and eternal life and I receive you as my savior. Help me to live from now on to please you. If Jesus were to come today to take those who believed in him to heaven, would you be included? I hope you'll accept God's offer of salvation and make your future secure. Don't be left behind. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I pray that this was a blessing to you. I pray that these words You truly just take them to heart. I pray that the Holy Spirit touches your heart. God, Holy Spirit, I pray that I was speaking and not me, but you through me. We are not here for pleasures, for parties, and for all of that fame, wealth. You know what? When we die, none of that is going to come with us. Only what we did, how we treated people, and how many people we led to our Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening. I pray that you tune in to another episode of Faithful Living. God bless you all and take care.